welcome to our podcast once again today we will discuss the fifth poem of written by john dun the canonization and here it goes for god's sake hold your tongue and let me love or chide my palsy or my gout my five gray hairs or ruined fortune flout with wealth your state your mind with arts improve take you a course get you a place observe his honor or his grace or the king's real or his stamped face contemplate what you will approve so you will let me love alas alas who's injured by my love what merchant ship have my sighs drowned who says my tears have overflowed his ground when did my clods a forward spring remove when did the heats which my veins fill add one more to the plaguey bill soldiers find wars and lawyers find out still litigious men which quarrels move doshi and i do love calls us what you will we are made such by love call her one me another fly we are tapers too and at your own cost die and we in us find the eagle and the dove the phoenix riddle hath more with by us we two being one are it so to one neutral thing both sexes fit we die and rise the same and prove mysterious by this love we can die by it if not live by love and if unfit for tombs and hears our legend be it will be fit for words and if no piece of chronicle we prove we'll build in sonnets pretty rooms as well as well rot and becomes the greatest ashes as half acre tombs and by these hymns all shall approve us canonized for love and thus invoke us you whom reverend love meet one another hermitage you to whom love was peace that now is rage who did the whole world's soul contract and drove into the glasses of your eyes so made much such mirrors and such spies that they did all to you epitomize countries towns courts begs from above a pattern of your love now what do we see here in the canonization the title itself vouches for the shift that has imperceptibly come over the poet from the fullness of love pictured in the ecstasy with its metaphor of seven satile not to the exaltation of the mind though there is a denial in dunn's poem that the lover seeks the joy of the mind there is no denying that charge that has occurred in favor of the mind john dunn's poetry is marked by sparkling wit beautiful fancies and metaphor and deep personal tone he is recognized as the greatest of the so called metaphysical poets whose works were full of unconventional and far fetched images and conceits drawn from the most unlikely sources his poetry exhibited a dramatic power and an individuality he was fond of subtlety and reflective imagination in poetry and created curiosity vagueness intricacy and wordplay this poem deals with love which is selfless and saintly affection as worthy of respect or worship dance love is both of body and soul it is both romantic and sen- sensual here he presents a love which is a physical passion and the lovers really believe in sexual indulgence indulgence their bodies become one but so do their souls as in a divine enigma 
Dunn tells his friends not to dissuade him from love making because it is useless to rebuke his love with his beloved. It is quite harmless and it does not disturb any activity of the world which will continue in spite of the love. The lovers have nothing to do with position and money. They become one in love and thus neutral like a phoenix. They consume each other but this physical love elevates them to the spiritual heights. We see all the features of metaphysical poetry. It is dramatic and argumentative. The poet addresses to its friends, For God's sake, hold your tongue and let me love. He presents the nature of his love, its innocence and its immortality with a forceful argument. Dunn's poetry is a blend of thought and feeling. The intensity of love forms the feeling and feeling part and the conceits, wit and legend form the thought part but both the feeling and thoughts are missed wholly. The use of conceit, <clears throat> which is basically a simile or a comparison between two dissimilar things, is found in the use of flies and tapers. The lover and the beloved are flies and tapers in themselves, but the poem is remarkable for the use of the phoenix riddle. The lovers say Dunn provides a clue to the riddle because they are one combining both sexes in one entity, continually reviving after being consumed in the fire of their passion. Files, tapers and phoenix form the basis of conceit. The poem shows wit, the characteristic feature of Dunn's poetry. It is present in the form of apostrophes in the first stanza, exaggeration and rhetorical questions in the second stanza and associations and conceits in the remaining stanzas. The wit results from a complexity of alt attitudes and a wide range of experience. It rises with impatient challenge and stops at auspicious progress. Thank you for joining us. Please tune in to RA Podcast for more.